In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset, part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. Everybody, welcome to the Million Dollar Mindset. This is Marla Tabaka, and I have to tell, tell you, I have had one heck of a morning. I have not been able to get online all day. My brand new, shiny, beautiful um, computer doesn't seem to want to let me get online, so I'm on my little laptop hiding away, and then uh, it appears that our guest, uh, whom I'm very excited to speak to today, Marla Chisholm is not on the line yet. So Marlene, if you're out there, hey girl, give us a call. And uh, we have a call-in number if anybody out there wants to support me and have some fun on the show in case uh, Marlene and I have had a little disconnect, you can just call on in at 877-864-4869. But let me tell you, Marlene is... I'm going to introduce her anyway, even though she isn't here. <laughs> That's positive thinking. That's the million-dollar mindset kind of thinking, folks. Um, Marlene is an author, and she is a clarity coach. I love that. As, as a coach myself, you know, understanding the importance of gaining clarity and helping clients to gain clarity, I just love that Marlene calls herself actually a clarity consultant. I think that's very creative. But she has declared March for the third year in a row um, the Stop Your Drama Month, and uh Marlene believes, as I do, that drama, whether it's from an internal resource or an external resource, is the number one reason that we don't seem to achieve the things that, you know, we set out to do in our life. And a a lot of us, you know, a lot of people don't, obviously. There are a lot of very successful, happy people out there, too, and they have learned to stop the drama. So, if you have a chance, go ahead to Marlene's website at some point, Marlene Chisholm, C-H-I-S-M, and check out all about March Stop the Drama Month. So, on the back burner, I have a little idea that's going to take us away from stopping the drama and stepping into our power. And we're going to talk today, in Marlene's absence, about how to create a vision board or a dream board, but more importantly, how to use it so that you can actually manifest the thing that you deserve and want and wish and dream of in your life. A lot of people make vision boards. And, you know, I've had clients, I've thrown the idea out there, let's, let's have a vision board. Let's 
put a vision board together and and see what happens. And there are a number of reasons for that. And they'll they'll come back at me with, you know what, I've done that, been there, done it, doesn't work. And so we'll talk about it. Well, you know, why why doesn't the vision board thing work for you? Because I'll tell you what, <laughs> it works for me. And so what I learn is that people tend to, you know, put pictures and words and long statements and sentences on their vision board and then throw it in the closet. Let me tell you, that doesn't work. Putting it in a closet, unless you're in the closet all day long, which, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, floats your boat, um, <laughs> your vision board in the closet isn't going to help you. So let's start from, from step number one. What is a vision board or a dream board, as some people call it? Well, um, it is a board of pictures that stimulate your passion, excitement, thought, curiosity, any of the things around all of the things that you wish to achieve. It stimulates your emotion around the things that you want to have in your life. Okay, so why is that important? Well, because we're all made of energy, right? Everything is energy. Even thoughts are energy. And you know that for a number of reasons. I mean, we have, we have ways to sense energy, pick up energy with equipment nowadays. But have you ever been to a party or an event, a networking event, what have you, and somebody walks into the room and one of two things happens. Either the whole room lights up, the, the, the party just livens up, all of a sudden gets really fun or funny or entertaining or whatever, or all of a sudden it's a downer. One of the two directions, you know, there's those I've heard them call energy vampires who can just sap the energy out of people. And you experience this from time to time. Well, we wear our energy. We truly do. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we talked to Carol Tuttle and talked about the way we dress and the way we present ourselves and how how our energy is is really shown in that. Well, we wear our energy in other ways too. Our mood, our smile, our facial expressions, our mannerisms, everything. And so it's important that we keep our energy elevated. Now, when we're able to keep our energy elevated, then we attract circumstances, people, life events, momentum, everything that we need in order to be on the right path toward our success, okay? So you're at that party and a person who comes in and is really, really high in spirits and energetic and smiling and optimistic, that's the person that you're drawn to if you're in a similar place, right? But if you're in a down place, and, you know, you are feeling negative, the last thing you want to do is be around that person (laughs) because your energies just aren't matching. So the goal here with a vision board is to create something that you can look at and that you can step into on a regular basis to elevate your energy toward the things and the events that you want and deserve in your life to find the happiness that you deserve, okay? So we know that as we elevate our energy, 
all it takes is 17 seconds at a time to start shifting our cellular structure, our cellular makeup. 17 seconds at a time. It's sort of akin to, you know, how, how trainers, physical fitness trainers will say, you don't begin to burn fat until 20 minutes or more of cardiovascular exercise. Well, after only 17 seconds, you begin to change your cellular level energy to a higher level. So I think it's a lot easier to work out the mind than it is the body. So here's the goal. Create a vision board and look at the pictures and really feel what it is that those pictures evoke in you and really step into that power and that place and, and, and feel it as though it is. And if you can do that for, oh, say two or three minutes a day, you're going to find that your energy actually begins to shift. You actually will feel more positive, more confident, more energetic, more uplifted, and you will begin to attract more positive events, things that match your energy into your life. So it's, it's pretty simple. It goes a lot deeper than that, but that's kind of the, um, the two cent ex- explanation of, of law of attraction and how your vision board can really help you achieve the things that you, you want and you desire in your life. So I'm going to tell you one of my favorite stories, although I have so many of them, it's so much fun. The whole vision board thing, the whole law of attraction and manifesting, manifesting thing is, is just a lot of fun. Um, that is, when you're manifesting the things that you want in your life. It can go the other way. You notice you get up on the wrong side of the bed like I did this morning. Hello. <laughs> And, and, you know, the whole day just starts to go downhill. So we have the power to turn that around. And that's exactly what I'm doing now. I'm having a lot of fun talking to you all about this. And I'm turning my day around. It's a choice. So we build this vision board and things happen. And I've had some incredible things happen. But one of my favorite stories is back when I owned my coffee house. And, you know... I achieved so much with that coffee house. It was so phenomenal. And I assumed that the money would follow, but the money didn't follow. And so I needed to really turn that around. And one day a woman came into the shop and she said that she wanted to rent my conference room in the coffee shop um, on a monthly basis. And I said to her, well you know what, I can't do that because I can't promise how much longer I'd be here. I'm going to be here. I was $10,000 short that month of meeting my monthly outlay of cash, which is $25,000 a month. And that is a lot of coffee, folks. And um, I had just a few days before drawn on my vision board a female hand handing my hand, a check for $10,000 because that's what I needed to keep the doors open. Well, this woman said, you can't leave. You can't close down the shop. This is a community hub. Musicians from all over the world came to my coffee shop. It was a community hub. Stuff happened there. She said, you can't do that. You can't leave. How much do you need? And I said, for this month, I need $10,000. And she wrote out a check 
for $10,000 and just handed it to me, no strings attached. And that was only two days after I drew on my vision board this event of a check exchanging hands. And I was able to attract that mini miracle, really, into my life and keep my fat being open. So we're going to go into a break and, uh, you know, think about that. Think about what you would enjoy um, putting on your vision board and attracting into your life. And when we come back from this break, we're going to learn how you can do that just like I did and just like I continue. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Girlfriend It is on Toginet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central with your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The Girlfriend at Principle was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out Girlfriended.com. And then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. What's your story? Are you living it? Well, you could be. It's What's Your Story with Hillary Bilbrey. Friday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Her passion is helping others discover, create, and live their personal brands. Yep, you heard me. You have a brand. No different than Coke, Pepsi, or Nike. You are a walking, talking, living, breathing brand. You're not a logo. You're not a tagline. The choices you make become the path you take. This is your brand. Now, live your story. Your brand is not just what you say it is. It's also what others say it is. So what are you communicating? And how can you create an authentic brand? We'll take on these challenges with What's Your Story? Every week, Hillary will feature teens, moms, and organizations that are learning and living their story. Now, her passion is to help others discover, create, and live their personal brands. To find out more, go to inspiredbyfamily.com. It's What's Your Story with Hillary Bilbrey. Friday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset, part of the Her Insight Network on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. Welcome back from that little commercial break. And again, we're, we're waiting, hopefully, fingers crossed, for our guest today, Marlene Chisholm, to talk about stopping the drama. But since Marlene isn't here, we're talking about attracting 
your wishes, dreams, and desires into your life and how you can use your vision board or your dream board as one of those tools. And that's right. I attracted $10,000 for my Fat Bean Coffee Shop only two days after that, adding that onto my vision board. And I continue to attract things. Um, when I started coaching, I, I created a separate little vision board to attract clients. And I coach entrepreneurs, female entrepreneurs mostly. And uh, so I cut out faces from magazines that really depicted, um, you know, the, the, the type of person that I wanted to attract into my practice. Now, mind you, I, I had, at the time, I had one client who I was working with pro bono and, and one other client, and that, that's all I had. And I thought, okay, I want to attract 10 more clients. And I started, and this is an important note to remember, I started with something that felt realistic to me, something that really felt like it could happen. And, and that was 10 clients. I just knew that over three months, if I really put my manifestation powers to it, and I really put my, my positive focus and energy to it, that I could attract 10 clients. So, so really nine more paying clients. And mind you, you know, I like to say that law of attraction is nothing without action. I didn't just sit back in my chair and wave a magic wand and poof, bring 10 clients in my life. Although, who knows, that may be possible for some, but not for this one. I did go to networking events and I did talk, but I was so confident that I could attract those 10 clients. And my vision board was one of the things that helped that confidence level get there. Because again, as I said earlier in the first segment, when you step into believing and feeling, then you are more apt to attract the things that you want in your life. Well, within three months, I had attracted more than 10 clients. And I'll tell you, if, if for anyone out there who's not familiar with, with the world of coaching, uh, that's really pretty unheard of. Um, it's, it's, it's not an easy process to attract clients because we have to explain what coaching is and how we can help you change your life. And it's not a tangible product. So it's a, it's a difficult thing to market. And so the fact that I attracted 10 clients in, in three months is pretty amazing. And I continue to attract and continue to change things. And I know a lot of people who do. So let's move on to how to build an effective vision board and some of the mistakes that I see people make. Well, things that I deem as mistakes, but you know what? We have to do what works for us. But oftentimes when I see people create vision boards with a lot of words, a lot of writing, um, very functional pictures that don't really touch them in any way, then they're not manifesting the things that they want to manifest. So let's go about the instructions and how to create a really effective vision board for you. Number one, okay, you're going to go to a craft store or something like that, and you're going to buy a poster size uh, poster board, but I like the uh, foam core boards. They're kind of sturdy, and you can you can prop them up somewhere, or you know, hang them somewhere pretty easily. Uh, but you can also use a regular poster board if you think you want to just tape it onto your wall or 
something like that. But, you know, the large size poster board. Okay, that's the first thing that you're going to want. The next, and, and really, you just need maybe a glue stick or a little bit of scotch tape. And, and for now, those are all the supplies that you'll actually have to purchase. So this is really cost-effective, folks. <laughs> the next thing you want to do is you want to create your 10 most wanted list. That's what we called it in the School of Metaphysics when I went there. 10 most wanted lists. What are the things that are most important to you in your life? Now, it's important to tune into the things that are for your highest good and the highest good of anyone concerned. Okay, so we don't want to look at things like um, changing your child's behavior because we can't always change someone else. But what you can look at is something like you being the best parent, the most patient, kind, understanding well-equipped parent that you can be, okay? Um, You're not going to change your spouse's behavior, but you can respond to your spouse differently and so on and so forth. So you really want to think in terms of what you have the power to change and what you have the power to bring into your life, okay? Not in terms of changing others, Okay, I'm going to give you the call-in number again because, you know, sometimes when I talk about vision boards, a lot of questions come up. So I want to encourage anybody to call in who feels like they might have some questions. Oh, wait, I'm going to take that back because I see our guest Marlene is with us. Yay. Hi, Marlene. Hi, I am so, so sorry. It just goes to show you that drama happens even when you think you can cure it. I love it. I love it. Well, we were just learning how to build a vision board. (laughs) I got really creative in my moment of drama. Oh, I bet you could just wring my neck. I owe you one. I'll tell you what, I just pride myself on being on time, and I'm learning that no matter how good you think you are at something, it is easy to fall through the cracks. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Feature it or fix it. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to make it up to you. Oh, you just stopped. Everything is fine. It's been a fun morning. I, I was just saying to our listeners earlier that I've had drama in my morning, too, with my computer and everything else. So, you know what? It didn't surprise me when you didn't call in on time. It was quite okay because it just kind of flowed with the day. <laughs> you know what? You are a great example of living in the flow because I'll tell you what, I would have probably been beating my head against the wall if I had a guest that didn't show up, but that's a good way to talk about not having resentments against people. Oh, absolutely not. So, Marlene, welcome, and thank you for calling in, and um, I've already actually told our listeners a little bit about you, and I was saying that I just love, I saw on your website that you call yourself a clarity consultant, and I'll tell you what, coach to coach, I love that title. Thank you. So bring us some clarity. What What's up with the drama? What's that mean to you? What's it mean to us? And how do we change it? Okay. Well, you know, drama, the way that I identify it and, and use it in my work, is any obstacle to your peace or prosperity. So I just had a little bit of drama when I saw my reminder come up that said, <laughs> overdue. And I went, ah! and I thought, no, accept it, accept it. This is where you are. And so, you know, I thought she'll either forgive me or she'll, like, tell everybody don't have Marlene. Oh, stop. <laughs> but, you know, it's any obstacle. So it can be just a mistake that you make that you get crazy about. It can be the fight you had with your spouse. It can be drama in the workplace with your staff, not understanding or not, not 
going along with your rules. So it's any obstacle to peace or prosperity. Okay. And so I was just saying, you know, when I was doing my little thing about the vision board, which will continue another time, I was just saying that, you know, we don't want to look when we're trying to manifest something at how we can change others, but how we can change our reaction to others. Yes. And, and so that's kind of what you're saying, right? Well, I am, and I love that you were doing a vision board today, so I want to kind of tag into that um, because I use a visual, and this may help people since they were kind of into the vision board piece. When you're, when you're building your goals and your vision, I like to share with people that if you'll see your vision as sort of an island that you're going to, and you're in this rowboat, and you're rowing to your island. And if your vision's really clear, just imagine that you're in this straight shot. But what happens is a lot of time is we get sidetracked by distraction, and we take this 90-degree left-hand turn to a different island called, Look What You Did Wrong to Me. Or we, <laughs> <laughs> or we take the turn to, oh, I hope you understand. Because when we get off track, it's because our clarity suffers, and that is the fog of our vision. So I love that you're talking about vision boards because the more clear your vision, the less likely you are to take that left-hand turn. Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, sometimes I coach, primarily I coach female entrepreneurs, but some of my clients are also people that know that maybe they want to leave corporate someday, maybe they want a business of their own, um, maybe they want to have babies, maybe, 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 but they're not sure what kinds of tools or questions or process do you use to help people to achieve clarity around those kinds of things? Well, that's a great question. You know, one of those tools is to get some real clarity about who you are and what you stand for, because no matter what you think you want, what I've found is that really people just want two things. There's mm-hmm. the thing that they say they want, and then the other thing is really love. And that love shows up in being admired, getting the raise, getting in promotion, starting a business. If we'll get completely clear and honest about what we really want, we can find that through our values. Like, what is so important to me? What are my values? Because if I live from my values, then I'm always on purpose. Even if what I say that I want changes, you can always be on purpose no matter where you are, even within the company that you don't love working for right now. Does that make sense? Oh, my gosh. You and I, girl, we're going to have to do a workshop together because values values work is my thing, too. Oh, I just got chills. <laughs> I love, that's the first thing I most of my clients do because you know what? When we're not in alignment with those, especially those top three values, right? Yeah, we are out of whack. We know where the discord and discomforts coming from, right? Yes. Oh, how wonderful! Well, we only have about a minute till break until halftime, as okay. our producer Jill put it. <laughs> so, so yeah, so. You then use um, a values process to help people understand what their values, their like what top 10 values are? Well, there's some different things that we do. You know, I, I look for, you know, what is it? When did you feel totally on track? You know, we can ask some of those questions. Mm-hmm. You could, re- a saying that I have, and this is really simple, but by your choices, you reveal your commitment. So if someone says, I don't know what I'm committed to, I can help you find that. You may not like what you're seeing, but, but awareness is the first key. So when you start to say, well, here's what kept showing up for me, or here's what I kept doing, let's find out why you did that or what outcome you thought you were going to have, and we'll start to find what your values are. Oh, that is perfect. By your choices, we're going into break now, but say that one time. By your choices. You reveal your commitment. Oh, I love that. And here we go. We'll be back in a minute. 
unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Join Learning and Laughter with Louise every Wednesday at 9 Eastern, 8 a.m. Central on Toginet to discuss fun, fascinating, and educational topics. Each week, Louise will be talking with a variety of guests, ranging from authors, educators, parents, filmmakers, athletes, and entrepreneurs, just to name a few. You know, when it comes to learning, the sky is the limit. And so will the topics that are covered here on Learning and Laughter with Louise. Louise Sattler is a school psychologist who has worked within the fields of special education and bilingual education. She also owns a successful company, Signing Families that creates DVDs and special workshops to teach sign language and instructional products for people of all ages and needs. With new DVDs coming out soon, check her website for more information at signingfamilies.com. From time to time, Louise will be joined by her daughter, Natasha Sattler, who will give a college-age perspective to the show. So pour that morning cup of coffee and join us here on Toginet every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Central. You never know who will show up for Learning and Laughter with Louise on toginet.com. Let's chat it up with Bloom Talk with Barb Skylar on Toginet. Thursday afternoons at 3 Eastern, 2 Central. And find out how women are growing, blossoming, and blooming in their friendships and careers, health, and so much more. It's Bloom Talk with Barb Scala. Check out our website, bloomwithbarb.com. Whether you want to transplant your life or just do a little pruning, Bloom Talk will inspire you to cultivate the lifestyle you want to live. Join lifestyle coach and co-author of Sanity Savers, Barb Scala, each week on Bloom Talk and sprout your dreams. Grow your life. I hear a lot from women. I want meaning in my life. I want a fulfilling life. I want to do something that's exciting. and I can control my life instead of my life controlling me. I can tell the world this is who I am and, and this is what I'm all about. Barb will introduce you to dynamic guests and real women who are redesigning, redesigning, building and reinventing their own lives and bloomstorm how you can dream create and grow the lifestyle you want to live it's bloom talk with barb scala thursday afternoons at three eastern two central on toginet.com welcome back to the million dollar mindset if you're ready for a big change in your work your career your happiness your life it all starts with attitude and marla is here to help it's the million dollar mindset part of the her insight network on toginet.com and now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. Well, welcome back. And we're here with Marlene Chisholm, a best-selling author of Success is a Given, Reading the Signs While Reinventing Yourself. Marlene, going into break, you said something so wonderful. I just really resonate with this. By your choices, you reveal your commitment. Yeah. Yeah. That is so you know, how do, oftentimes when we're in a lot of drama, right, we, we kind of know it, but we put the blame outside of ourselves. We don't look at the choices that we're making. Yeah. You know, how, how, do, we, how do we prompt people to really look inside and take a look at the cho- choices they're making and understand that they have the power to change it and make different choices? Well, I love, love, love that question because in the end, and I think all of, all of us coaches know this, and probably all of your listeners. I'm sure that you have people that are of mm-hmm. a higher level of awareness, and we all know that it's about responsibility. But there's something also that I say with responsibility and choice, and that is responsibility is the recognition of choice. That until we recognize our choices, we really are going to be living from unconscious programming. This mm-hmm. kind of takes the blame out of it. And then to go along with, by your choices, you reveal your commitment. It's kind of like that island analogy again. If I say, well, I really, really, really want to, I'm just going to use something that all women talk about, right or wrong. I want to lose weight. I want to have a better body. 
But then I take the left-hand turn called, yes, but there was free cake today at work. Then I'm blaming you for bringing the cake, but the reality is I, I had a choice, but I didn't really recognize it. I didn't recognize that I could just say, you know what, right now I'm going to just turn it down. Instead, I wanted something more, which was a reason to go ahead and do it, and the reason was the free cake, which was the 90-degree turn. Mm-hmm. And everybody else was eating it, so I'm going to jump on board, and it shouldn't be my fault. Yes, and then afterwards, it's kind of like, well, it was a special occasion. We always justify. We look for reasons why we did what we did. And by your choices, you reveal your commitments. Now, we don't always recognize that it was a choice, so it was kind of a reaction. So I guess we could say also by your automatic reactions, we can see what's really important to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what tools can you give our listeners today to start reviewing their choices as they relate to things that they, they might want to change about their lives? Well, one, one suggestion, I just wrote about this on my blog not too long ago, and this really is more about eliminating the drama because what I know is that when people are in drama, in other words, when there's a lot of anxiety, a lot of worry about the past or the future, we really don't make good choices. Mm-hmm. We either make choices out of fear or out of, we believe, like that the island means salvation. In other words, once I finally get that book contract, once I finally make seven figures, once I finally leave this job, then I will be happy. That's a myth. That's a lie that we tell ourselves. Another one is, if I hadn't done this or that, oh, my gosh, I made these mistakes, these regrets. Now I really have to pay for it by thinking about it all the time. When we do that, we really can't make good choices. So one of the tools that I use is sharing with people how to live in the zone. And so here's the way to live in the zone. The zone is the present moment, but it's not just totally the present moment because it's almost impossible unless you're just a monk sitting around meditating all the time to live completely in the here and now. So what I like to do is to help people visualize a number line, and in the middle is zero, and that's the present moment. That's being perfectly peaceful about where I am right now. Negative one and negative two is kind of learning from the past, and positive one and two is planning for the future. You want to live between negative two and positive two. What you don't want to do is go back to negative 10 or negative 500 and live in regrets, and you also don't want to live so far into the future that it's either salvation or a lot of anxiety. Mm, Boy, I love that visual. That is just so helpful. Thank you. You're welcome. So what if if we don't like the present? What if we're sitting in front of the computer and we've got $4,000 worth of bills to pay this month and and we have $2,000 in our savings account? We don't like the present. What do we do then? What we have to do then, and that is a great question because that creates so much drama. And, and one of the energy patterns, or there's three different things that is always present in drama, and we've talked about one of those. One of those is clarity, a lack of clarity. The, the, another piece that's always present in drama is there's an energetic component, and that energetic component that I talk about is called resistance. So when you're in a place that you don't like and you keep focusing on how bad it is, how I don't like it, how I don't want this, and then you do something just to avoid it or you do something like go shopping or eat too much or um, start another project for entrepreneurs, usually it's the sparkling island of, well, this doesn't feel good, let me start on a new book because that kind of fuels my energy. (laughs) So what what we wanted, is that true? Oh, that is so true. I call it the sparkling island for entrepreneurs because that was one of my patterns is that I had all kinds of ways to stop my drama, but they were unconscious ways, and then that would create more drama later. So what you want to do instead of getting into denial or avoidance is you want to come into a place of acceptance because even admitting 
that I am unhappy right now. You don't need to go advertise it and get on Facebook all about it because that's a drama of its own, another kind of trying to get attention. But just being willing to admit that right now I'm not in a great place and that's just where I am. That's being completely honest, and through that honesty, the, the level of awareness that comes in allows you to take a step in this moment. That is wonderful. So it's not, you're not making huge demands on yourself. You're not allowing, you know, you're not bringing in the anger or the drama or the, the condemning of your actions. You're just accepting this is it. And this is it, and just accepting where you are and learning from it. Again, it's like not going so far into the back about what could be my bad belief systems I need to dig for years and go to a therapist. I don't know. Maybe you don't because, really, the only action you can take is now, and you can learn from what you did and say, hey, what do I need to learn from this? Where was I not clear when I made these kinds of mistakes? Did I think that salvation was on the island, so I paid $20,000 for a coaching program that I didn't need mm-hmm. because I wasn't clear that I already have what I need and I really need a coach that's, you know, more aligned with where I'm going? There's all kinds of ways that we can ask questions, and three questions I ask people to ask to, to regain their own clarity is, where am I not clear? What are my relationship issues around this? And third, where am I resisting? Okay, so what am I not clear? Where am I not clear? We've covered that. Mm-hmm. Talk about the relationship issues. Okay. This. Well, I jokingly say that the best relationship advice that I ever get, got was to fall in love with the telephone. Oh, and the okay. reason being is when I first started this and I didn't know what I was doing, I mean, I totally reinvented my life and, and started this whole new journey of wanting to be a professional speaker, which eventually turned into coaching and consulting and developing products. But at first, my coach that I hired in the beginning, and I totally believe in hiring coaches. Coaches, by the way, I do it all the time, and I'm a coach. But I I hired a coach, and and I said, well, I just hate the telephone. I hate to get on the phone. I was afraid of sales calls. I was afraid of following up. I was afraid of all telephone, and that's not why I was late today. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm joking. I'm just joking. But. he said, Marlene, the best advice I can give you is to fall in love with a phone because if you're going to do this kind of work, you have to love the phone. So the point being that everything is relationship. I had a relationship issue with being on the phone. So we have a relationship to our current situation, to our past, to our future, to ourselves, to our higher power, to other people, to politics, to religion, to our beliefs. There's always a connection. There's always a relationship to whatever it is bugging us. Wow, that a lot of relationships that we don't think of. We don't think of it at all, and I didn't realize that I had relationship issues with the telephone. So now that I know that, I have a level of awareness about it, I can be in acceptance about that instead of saying, well, that's just the way I am, and I'm going to have to hire people that take over that part because I'm just not willing. That's resistance. Uh Okay. Okay, so typically, does your book help us identify these relationships and such? Does you it know, my book is not about any of this, unfortunately. Okay. Oh, okay. My book was my journey about reinvention, going from being a factory worker to, you know, blue-collar factory worker to a professional speaker and what I learned along the way. And really, my book is about seeing the signs that the universe is teaching you. And those signs always have to do with about being in integrity and having character. It always does because you cannot fool the universe. So my book, while it's very, very helpful, it is not what we're talking about today, although it's tied in. I am getting ready to to publish another book that's all about what I call the Stop Your Drama Methodologies, which is kind of what we're talking about today, but, um, but they're two separate books. 
Okay, so that was that was my question is, you know, do you have a workbook or worksheets or anything available to people to kind of start going through these relationships with things like telephones and success and money and such? Well, I, I have some resources if you'd like for me to share some of those that are on the web and, and so oh, on. That'd be great. Okay. Please do. Well, I, I do have a program that's coming up and it's called Release Resistance. And we are going to be at four different sessions, and you can find that at releaseresistance.info. And so we are going to be taking like four different one-hour teleseminars where we look at, um, and I haven't even advertised it to my list yet. I just did a little teleseminar for someone else the other night, and it's, it's, right now it's on special. It's going to be 249, and it's, it's 149 right now. So if your listeners, you know, want in, then they can save $100, but... We are going to be talking about that energetic component so you can recognize it. And it's also really helpful for those that lead others because you can learn how to facilitate change by using a tool that I'm going to be teaching that's called the fulcrum point of change. There's a place where change happens, and you can start to learn this by learning how to listen for it. You can tell when a client is resisting. You can tell when your teenage daughter is resisting. You can tell when you are resisting by learning about this tool called the Fulcrum Point of Change. Ooh, that sounds like an exciting series. And you hear, heard it here first, folks. <laughs> it I haven't even shared it with my list yet. <laughs> oh, wow. We're privileged here. I love it. That sounds very exciting. Wow. Yeah. So, so there, and then there's some free things. Like if you have any managers or leaders, you know, like you said, you have a lot of people that are professionals. There's a lot of free things at StopYourDrama.org. March is Stop Your Drama Month. And what I do for leaders is just every single year in March, I just provide a lot of downloadable videos. That they're like three minutes on communication skills, on some of the things we've talked about today, just to help people. It's really just to help people that lead others just have some tools. Oh, that is, that is very generous. That's very nice. So Stop Your Drama Month. We only have probably about 30 seconds into the break. Um, can you just tell us a little bit about how you started that? Yes, I just decided that there needed to be a month that was not full of other holidays where people could just really focus on getting rid of the obstacles to their peace and prosperity. And I thought, you know what, March is a great month because everybody's kind of worried about taxes or, or maybe they're sick of doing taxes. Yep. It's not quite spring yet. We're all just dying for that nice weather. We've yep. kind of had a winter slump. So for a full month, it's all about really looking deeply about how can I stop my drama. Oh, and that's at StopYourDrama.com, and we're going into a break. We'll talk more when we come back. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life. Through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Another Way of Living with Susan Dobson is on Toginet. Wednesday evenings at 8, 7 Central. Hi, I'm Susan Dobson, host of the new talk show, Another Way of Living. On Another Way of Living, we talk about what I call the unspeakable. When I was growing up, if there was a problem, a pink elephant in the living room, everybody walked around it. Nobody talked about it. Sound familiar? 
Tune in and listen to my guests and callers talk about their solutions to problems just like yours. If you are ready and really want another way of living, then this is your show. Wednesday evenings at 8, 7 Central with Susan Dobson. On Another Way of Living, we talk about life, its problems, its challenges, and above all, its solutions. Another Way of Living educates and informs. It makes you laugh. It makes you cry. Plus, the live format lends itself to surprising and heartfelt revelations from Susan and her guests. You'll be surprised by what's shared, what's learned, and what could change. Join us for Another Way of Living with Susan Dobson. Wednesday evenings at 8, 7 Central on toginet.com. Get ready for the Not-So-Soccer Mom Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on Toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The Not-So-Soccer Mom will weigh in on it all. The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. In the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website and thus NotSoSoccerMom.com was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing, chronicling her opinions on everything? The wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Mom with Jill Hickey. Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset, part of the Her Insight Network on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. Welcome back. We're here today with Marlene Chisholm, and we're talking about March and Stop Your Drama Month. And Marlene, before we go back to Stop Your Drama, our producer today wants to know where you're from. She's loving your accent. (laughs) (laughs) I'm from Springfield, Missouri, and I probably sound a little more Southern than everyone here, and why, I do know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we just had to get that out of the way for Jill. (laughs) All right. All right. So, so we're talking about the drama and how that, that can just like put up the brick walls and stop us from going where we want to go. Okay. Our drama's in control. You know, we're not in control. All the negative thinking and the, the, the monkey mind stuff and the monkey on your back stuff is in the way. What do we do? How do we start to even change if this is the way we've been? Well, you know, the first step is just to get clear because there's always a clarity problem. The second step is I have eight steps, what I call the Stop Your Drama Methodology. I'm pretty sure we probably don't have time for all of those, but, um, you know, the first one is to get clear. And as I said, there's three questions. What am I not clear about? Where is my relationship issue regarding this? Because if you just ask these three questions, you'll uncover a whole lot. And number three, where am I resisting? Now, what I find interesting about this is almost always, People think that, that it's someone else resisting, and we always keep trying to change someone else. And it's good to be able to identify it because you, you are usually right if someone else is resisting. But resistance breeds resistance. And one of my favorite quotes is by an author called Marilyn Cundiff, and I don't know if she's even still living, but it was a sales book, and, and her quote was, Objections die on agreement. So in other words, anytime someone starts objecting or resisting, the more we try to influence them and force them, the more resistance there is between both of us. So objections die on agreement. I do like that. Mm-hmm. I do like that. 
Do me a favor and repeat the last question, Marlene. I wrote down the first two. What's the last? The, uh, the last one is, where am I resisting? Where am I resisting? Or what am oh, I resisting? Because am- you'll think you aren't, but resistance really, like one of my favorite authors, Gary Zukoff says, stress is the consequence of resistance. And resistance, this is my part here, resistance is any form of non-acceptance. Like you said earlier, what would you do if you had $4,000 worth of bills, you didn't see any business coming in, and you were just kind of freaking out in a bad mood? That's resistance. Mm -hmm. And like you said, it all starts with attitude. That is exactly right. We just don't always recognize when it's up to us. We think that because of the circumstance. Here's what people do. They will defend their right to feel bad. I have a right to feel bad, but you must not understand. Because if this Mm -hmm. happened to you, you would feel the same way. Well, no one's taking away that right. You certainly yeah. have that right, but you also have the power to change it. Right. Why choose it? You have the right to choose to feel yes. bad, but why would you want to do that? You don't need to put a document out there about your right to feel bad and to make everyone else miserable. That right is given to you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that's not even a form of discussion. <laughs> And you have the right to feel good, too. And I always say that it's a choice. And sometimes people do struggle with that. We have a question here. Okay. Um, the question is, can you look at things as strengths and weaknesses when you're outside of your comfort zone? So analyze things as strengths and weakness, weaknesses. Is that helpful? You can. I mean, obviously, you know, that's one way to look at things. Another way to look at it is opportunities because... The Chinese symbol, you know, that crisis symbol that we all know about, or that yin and yang, that black and white, you know, with a little dot on either side and a little S shape, what that really means is that with any crisis, there's always opportunity. So one way to quickly release resistance is to say, okay, I accept it, and to say, what's the lesson here? And I'm so used to that kind of thinking now that I quickly can get into acceptance, even one time when I had a, a car wreck, it wasn't my fault, a young boy that just got his license rammed right into the back of me. And if I hadn't had this kind of training and this kind of mind programming, I would have probably got out, freaked out, maybe said something negative to him, like, why weren't you paying attention, you know, or whatever. But I just thought, okay, it's what I am. I don't like it. It's, it's where I am. Now just breathe and deal with it. Because once we learn how to get right back into acceptance, we stop the drama. Oh, we sure do. I had a very similar incident not long ago, and it was the same thing, car accident, totally not my fault. And it was like, well, you know, it happens. There's, there's something here that I need to experience, and that's okay. So, so Marlene, what about, I, I like having very specific things that our, our listeners can go away with. Let's go back to either the money or, well, let's go back to the money thing. Okay, so you're in a situation, you've created life circumstances where there just isn't enough. And, and simple acceptance just doesn't seem to be enough either. No, that's but, just, the, that was like the foundation. You're exactly right. Because right. until you get there, you're either in protection mode, mode or growth mode. So if you're always protecting, you can't grow out of it. Yep. So if you're always making excuses or talking about how bad it is or why it's someone's fault, you're just protecting. You're just surviving. So mm-hmm. once you get into acceptance, that's when you're able to take the action. Good, exactly. And so those action steps are identifying, again, what the relationships around the resistance is and, um, and, and what you're resistant about, and that's the beginning of it. That's it the is. foundation. Mm-hmm. And asking what are my choices, okay. because until you think that there's choices, there really aren't. So the, a good question to bring you out of like that victim mode is to say, 
what are my choices? Another question, this is a practical piece as well, is to ask yourself, like, you know how people will say, and I'm sure you hear this a lot with your coaching clients, but it's so hard, but it's so challenging. Mm-hmm. Well, there's the resistance, which mm-hmm. they'll say, but it's the truth, and there's the justification, you know, and I have the right to think it's difficult and all this. So then the question is, okay, I agree. What if it wasn't? Like, mm-hmm. what if it could be easy? What would it look like? What if there was a solution that you could start working on today? What would that look like? What would that feel like? Because once you open that field of possibilities, now you are in creative mode. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely right. And once we let go of that resistance, we can see possibilities that we may not have seen before. Yes. And like if you'll set a goal, I mean, goal setting is, there's not enough credit to that. Even just saying like, I was working with a client once, and this is, I think, a good example she was really struggling with the financial part of it. And what happened was I could see that she's looking at the island 5,000 miles away because she needed, let's say it was $10,000. Well, that's, that's 5,000 miles away. You might be able to get that today and you might not. But what could you do today? Could you sell a coaching program or, you know, could you do a consulting for $250? Could you provide a presentation that you could do for your community somewhere and make $500? Because until you get that energy going and until you make something happen, you can sit around and stew about the 5000 that you need, mm-hmm. but today you could make 500 Exactly. And, and I think I had mentioned that at the top of the call when I was talking about vision boards, that we don't want to go 180 degrees right away, that we want to choose a thought that feels just slightly yes. easier or more achievable. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like the way that I say that in my um, using the boat analogy if you're in a rowboat with one oar and no map, you can't get to the island 5,000 miles away with those resources. But you can get to the one three miles away and get a motor or get or plug the leak or get another team member. <laughs> right? I love this. I love these metaphors and analogies you've got going, girl. Because, like, when I'm working with people, whether it's a, at a, a corporate training or an individual, what I've learned is that if we can create a fun visual, it takes the sting out of it. It doesn't feel like I'm judging you know, like even if a team, if we're doing a corporate training and they say, well, you know, it's not working and they start pointing fingers, the point I'll make is, so in other words, there's people in the boat and two people have oars and they're beating everyone else with the oars. Because now that we know that, we can laugh about it and go, yes, or there's a shark in the water and I'm afraid we're going to get swallowed. Or the boat has a leak and no one's looking at it. Or the boat has a leak and that's all we're focused on. We're not even focused on how to get to the next island. So once we start using that language, it, it provides creativity for us. It really does. It really does. Wow, that's amazing. You have such a wonderful way of creating these analogies that just give us such visuals and let, let that re- resistance and that, that left brain logical place go and, and kick in that right brain. I love it. And, you know, once we start laughing and just saying, you know, it, it also gives people this, this avenue to bring up very serious problems. Like once I was doing a program at a college, and I was introducing this language that I use in my training and speaking and, and the whole eight steps of the Stop Your Drama methodology. And one young, one young student said, well, what happens when your anchor is gone and there's no more island? Mm-hmm. See, that was, in my mind, I sensed that she had lost perhaps her boyfriend and she had no stability in her family. It was a way to say it without raising her hand and saying, hey, I've got so much drama in my family life that there's no foundation. It was a way to still communicate with me in sort of a code that didn't feel threatening. Right, right. That that's true. That is. It's good to put that out there so people can commu- You can make these uh, workshops 
very interactive and no one feels threatened. I like that. Uh-huh. I like that. Wow. So in Stop Your Drama Month, what are some what are some things that we need to walk away with? Let's see, some journaling around these questions. Absolutely. Right. Um, recognizing where the drama is. <laughs> yes. Another one, too, I think you might find interesting. Um, part two in the methodology that I teach, the first one is clear the fog, and we've talked quite a bit about clarity. Number two, this is where I see the entrepreneurial people really, really messing up, and I call that identify the gap. What I see is that it's so easy because we're all visionaries when we're entrepreneurial. We can just vision. We love the vision boards and we love that kind of work and we're good at it. Other people don't understand that, but that's where we excel. Where we have trouble sometimes is identifying how big and how wide that gap is. So what I do is I teach people how to identify the gap and what that means is we want to look at what's really required. So you know how you were asking me, well, if someone has a goal, how do, how do we get them there, how they reach it? Mm-hmm. Well, first we write down, here's what I think I'm committed to. And I always just say, instead of saying immediately I'm committed to this, you don't really know if you're committed to it until you get tested on it. So let's, let's do that ahead of time. Let's draw three columns. The first column is, here's what I say that I want. The second column is, what's going to be required of me to do that? What financially, what kind of resources, what kind of behaviors, attitudes, mindsets do I have to have in order to get there? And then the third column is what tests might come up to make me say, you know what, don't think I want it after all. Like if the test comes up to where I lose my house, do I still want it? Do I want it so badly I'm willing to give up anything? And not to say that you should. It's good to know what your limits are. But this gives you a way to look at realistically whether you're really committed to something or not. I mean, I get people asking me all the time, you know what, I've decided I want to be a professional speaker, so just tell me where to start. And I say, well, that's like saying I'm in the middle of the ocean and which way to shore. (laughs) I love that. And that, too, gives us something very solid to work on. Thank you so much, Marlene. We're at the end of the show, so tell us again where we can find you and how we can participate in that upcoming program as we tune out. You can email me at info at stopyourdrama.com. You can get free resources at stopyourdrama.org. Awesome. Thank you, Marlene. It's been delightful. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka on the Her Insight Network on Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to